Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, guys? Welcome to our podcast. This is Bianca. I'm Gerard. Um, and you know how it goes. This is by Coastal. Um, good to be back. This is our, what, now third episode since we Third, but our- really two. Two. That's true. This is our second. So let's just say this is our second episode since our two-month hiatus. Um, to be honest, we are a little rusty, almost worse than our first episode when we had no idea what was going on. So we're going to definitely, I think we're going to have to sit down like you and I one day or one night when you're off of work and rewrite a list of stuff we can talk about and then talk about guests coming back. Cause I know we've mentioned like Steven and Amir. We haven't done that one back again. I know we've talked about having Zach on. I think Zach would be a good one for like military life or like a serious one. <clears throat> but that way we can get back into the role of like feeling like our podcast is purposeful. Yeah. I feel more... like before we took that break, we were like, the flow was really good. Like the topics were easy to come to us. Like it came to us really quickly and it wasn't hard to think about, but I think just like being gone for so long, it's just like, what do we talk about now? Like, I don't know. It's just, it was easier then than it is now. So yeah. Cause I think, I think we came up from, yeah, we came from a different place. Like we were like determined not saying we're not now, but we went like bloop, and now we're coming back from blip. So <laughs> <laughs> blip to blip, blip to blip. Um, ketchup. How was your mustard uh, ranch? And <laughs> I said ketchup, and then like a total ass wipe. I was like mustard and ranch. <laughs> um, what has happened? Um, nothing. I don't think anything has happened. <clears throat> well, we did a five mile hike today. It was really nice. And last time we did the five mile hike, I'd already been working out for maybe a few months. Um, and I'm sure I lost weight, but this time, and I think by the third mile, Zach and I were talking about it today, this morning when we were walking, we were pretty like done, like we were exhausted. And I think it took us like three hours to do total. This time we did it under two hours and we were not tired. Wow. So I can tell like from working out and eating better and doing all this stuff has like, and working on my cardio has definitely helped. And the same with Zach too. So, but it was nice. <clears throat> Where did you guys go? We went to Stone Mountain again. So Stone did Mountain. Did you do a different one than we did last time? When you went, mm-hmm. we didn't go to Stone Mountain. We went to one we'd never been. Oh. <clears throat> but what was Stone- that one called? I don't even know. It, was some, it wasn't Stone Mountain, but it was like, I mean, there was like granite something. Yeah, it was great. Well, was, yeah, whatever the granite mountain is here. Look it up, guys. Google it. Spare us because we're not going to figure it out. But this, they have a five mile loop that goes around this like part of the Stone Mountain. So, but it was nice. And then we're going to try and go because Zach's prepping for the hunt. The picture that you posted on, uh, was it your Instagram of Zach? That was a good picture of the hike. And he didn't know. So it was all natural. Uh, what is it called? Candid? Yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was a really good one, too. Because he, he was, I don't know, he was pointing out something and I was pretending to listen. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like how when Hunter talks to you, like, wow, it's so great. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, Minecraft, I know, Minecraft, Minecraft, <laughs> Minecraft, 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 Minecraft. <clears throat> but other than that, we've been getting, um, oh, Hunter met his teacher. <sighs> she is Southern. Um Hold on, your your it's like sounds echoed. Now do okay, it now. Yeah, she's um like southern. She's like your stereotypical 
She's from Alabama. She just graduated college, her first year as a teacher, and she's a kindergarten teacher. She looks like she walked out of a pageant. Um, and I mean this like in the most of sincere, nicest ways, but when white people are white, it's cringy to me. So when they're like, <clears throat> just like, how you doing, darling? You have to be the gosh darn sweetest thing I ever did see. <laughs> I just get kind of like, like how do what do I say? How do I react? Yeah. So uh, like a lot of them, and I get it because we're in Georgia, but we're really not south at all. So hearing somebody who's just like real, she's just white. She's like truly white in every sense of the matter. But she's sweet and she's perfect for kindergarten kids. So amen how to her. How did you react? <clears throat> he was a little overwhelmed. Everybody's like, I think I was telling your mom, or was I telling you somebody? I know I already told Zach. Um, I talked to Hunter like he's. My oh, age. yes, yes, you mentioned this to me. <clears throat> yeah, the, I don't like talking to him like he's a baby. I mean, I do, don't get me wrong, but when we talk, I don't babyfy me or him or anything like that. Like, I like him to have the same vocab, so when I am talking to him, it's easy to explain. And, like, when we walked in, every adult, like, went down to his level, of course, so you don't feel intimidated. I just did air quotes. <clears throat> and they were just like, hey, honey, you're so sweet. How are you doing? You know, and he was just, you could tell it was like, okay like it's like what's up yeah so he was really quiet but um he seems excited for school but i don't i know that he knows that he's not going back so i keep trying to tell him at the same time like you will eventually go back like you have to go to school you have to it's not going to be like here forever but he i mean he was excited to like check out books so we have like three books to check out um i'm not excited for this because they have full days so Hunter has to have a computer. Maya has to have a computer. They both have to be in areas that are quiet. Like the background can't be crazy. So you can't see someone walking by. They have to get ready. So they have to look appropriate because it's going to be on Zoom. Um, oh and both are like like a full days of school. So Hunter's like 8 something, 8.55 I think or something like that. And then Maya's like 8.20. And then Hunter gets off at 3. And then my Elizabeth, or Elizabeth. Maya gets off at like <clears throat> maybe four or something like that. So I just, I'm just. So what you're saying is you're a teacher now. Yeah. And I did write to my boss for raise. I haven't heard back though. <laughs> I wrote HR, but. Yeah. I'm just not hearing back from them, which is kind of shitty because I feel like, you know, I'm a mom and a wife and now a teacher and, like, my income could be so much better than what it is now. <laughs> <clears throat> but that's neither here nor there. I mean, you take what you can get, which is built, so. But, yeah, other than that, it's just been getting ready for school. And he has screening tomorrow for an hour or something like that where they have to see what he knows or doesn't know. So I hope he does well because he's really smart. Mm -hmm. But, again, I don't know how he's gonna ha how he's going to act because he hasn't had outside like interaction in such a long time yeah so we'll see i'm just teaching myself makeup that's literally all i'm doing oh and i lost two pounds <clears throat> I, right? really... I weighed myself and i'm two pounds less since when i, I mean, don't not know that it matters, but... well i i didn't i last time i weighed myself was probably a month ago so but I also know, like, once you get to, like, this weight, where you're, like, down to, like, what, your last four pounds, I know it, like, the process takes longer and slower. So I'm not too worried about it. 
<clears throat> and Zach was telling me today on the trail, like not to focus on my weight so much as just make sure that I'm still like working out and doing the weights and lifting, you know, like the iron and stuff. And you yeah. like, and you're like building muscle by doing that and muscle Gain, weighs more, more than fat. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, you know, which he was right, but I wasn't saying like, cause I said, I wanted to lose four pounds, pounds, pounds. I wasn't saying it like I'm obsessed with it. I'm saying that. If like just I, like overall your goal would be to like, yeah, drop these last I four don't, pounds. yeah, I don't want to lose any more than four pounds. Basically. Like if I lose any weight, it's going to be four pounds. <clears throat> Anything more than that. I'm not going to be, I'll be too skinny for me. So, but yeah, other than that it was nothing. I FaceTime Bianca, like, well, she FaceTimed me asking <clears throat> questions about what we should talk about today. And I'm wearing like, make, I'm wearing eyeshadow right now. And she answered the FaceTime and she's like, hold on. I feel like we should be switching spots. Or like, I should have a full face of makeup and you should be bare face. Honestly, though, I don't have my eyebrows. I don't have anything on. <clears throat> like, if we were to do like a face thingy, then it could just like put the makeup on me. But even now, all I do with my eyebrows, and I feel like it's been so long without makeup that I, I personally feel like I look good like that. Like, I'm so brainwashed. No, I'm just kidding. With just eyebrows? <clears throat> yeah, I don't wear anything else anymore. I'll put, like, highlighter here and up here, and that's it. I told Francisco that I did this, and I actually shocked myself at how well it turned out, considering, like, this is only my second time really putting on, like, makeup that isn't, like, trying to do, like, drag-type makeup. And I told him that I really wanted to try to do makeup like this. Maybe not this extreme colors. Not these extreme colors, but like when we move back to Phoenix and things are starting to open back up, we can go out again. Like I still want to dress like how I normally dress and then just do like a cool like eye makeup look. Which by the way, he has a sunset, you guys. So it's like purples, oranges. I did like, um, there's the yellow here, then it fades into orange, then into pink, and then into purple. Yeah, it looks like there's like a magenta when it's once it's blended. Because I can tell you the <clears throat> No, it looks good. It's good colors. What is your what brand are you using? It's a Morphe and James Charles palette. Oh, I didn't. I mean, I got that, but I didn't get that. It's good colors. Does it yeah, show up on darker complexion too? Um, I don't know. I literally don't know anything about makeup. I just texted Alyssa like, "What's a good makeup palette that has like bright colors and muted colors, just like a good like overall like range?" And she oh, okay. told me this one, and it just so happened that this palette was, they were having like a 50% off site wide sale, so I just bought it. But there's really good colors in it. Like, I'm not into makeup at all, so I already know there's a brand, but like the makeup I have, so I have what Urban Decay, but I mm. always get natural colors. And any colors that I do have, they're not as bright as they could be, obviously, because of my complexion. So I always wonder what <clears throat> brand of makeup has colors that would show up on light and dark. Well, if you. So, like, I think all colors will, as long as you put, like, so, because I have a, like, I don't have a dark skin tone, but I've, I'm obviously not a uh, light complexion. So, yeah. I put um, concealer on my eyelid, and then that creates, like, a, a kind of, like, a flat light base to make the colors pop, as opposed to if I just put it on my eyelid. Ew. Because if I were not to do the concealer, then it, like, these, this, like, this orange wouldn't show up as well as it did if I didn't do that. Okay. <clears throat> that makes sense because yeah everything that i have that is colors it's very muted and then like i natural earth tones yeah or just any once it once i put it on it's not as bright as it looks like 
if it weren't on my skin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it doesn't show up as well. So then I just get over doing, which I'm not big on colors anyway, but when I do want to use them, I can't because it's just, or I have to sit there and like cake it on. And also uh, like uh, on YouTube, the makeup people that I watch, they'll like spray um, like a setting spray, like some type of primer on their brush and then dip it into whatever color they're using. And then that like makes it stick even more. So it picks up, I think, more pigment and then places more pigment as opposed to just like a dry brush. Where And then half of it falls off by the time you're... Yeah, that's what I do with the orange. I had to keep... I had to spray it, like put the brush heavy in it and then make it stay just because it. I don't have like white... Did you blot it or actually... I like... I did it like... I first I just placed it and then I had to wet the brush, pack it, and then I used another brush to like buff it out to make it... To do like the fade that it did into the purple. So much work. Yeah, I was there for like maybe an hour, probably longer. But I feel like that's a pretty good time considering. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, like I just started, so I don't, I don't think it's that long considering it's like my second or third time. Are you trying to make it so you just know how to do makeup, or so you can do makeup all the time, kind of thing? Are you just trying to perfect the technique? Uh, I really don't know why I'm doing it. To be honest, I think just because I'm bored. Because you have time? Because you can? Yeah, and I saw, like, I watch uh, YouTube YouTube? makeup influencers all the time on on YouTube. I just watch makeup influencers. So I was like, I spent all this time watching it. I don't do it, so why don't I try to do it? Like, there's no reason why I watch them. I just do. And it's not like I... But I feel like makeup artists are, like, second to you when it comes to music videos. Yeah, literally, but Which I don't... brings us to... No, it's okay. Yeah, no, that... I fucked up the transition or the segue. <clears throat> but I feel like, honestly, like, set aside from that, I feel like music videos and then makeup artists for you. If you were, like, every time you were at your parents' house or even when you're living there and then you would come over or you were just there and it was, like, Saturday morning or Sunday morning, you would be on the couch, laid out, pillow underneath, and it was music videos. And then I feel like nighttime you'd switch to makeup artists. Yeah, and I don't even know, like, why am I watching these people? I don't do makeup, but... But I think it's satisfying, though. Yeah, it's, like, very... It's And it every person has, like, their own way of doing things, and they use the same products but differently. So, like, every time they're... Like, when the James Charles palette comes out, they all will do, like, a review, and they'll all do, like, their own makeup look. So it's just interesting how many people can interpret the same thing all these different ways and how much you could do with this one palette. Like, the world is endless in the makeup world. Yeah, and there's so much drama in the beauty community, so I love listening to the drama because I'm not a part of it. Is it really? Yeah, and I don't know why. Like, I don't care enough to really look into it, but I know people are very, uh, I don't know Cappy? if that's the right word, but yeah, maybe. I don't know if it's because like they all want to be like the top influencer or something, or I don't know. It's very strange, but there's so much drama, but I don't like know. Like a lot of like haterade? <clears throat> like controversy or like maybe there's groups against other groups or someone will say shady about someone someone says something racist or problematic or like misogynistic or homophobic or whatever it might be but yeah oh i just i mean i thought it was just makeup (laughs) you would you would think and you would hope that it only was makeup but it's not (laughs) i mean that's fair i guess I'm sure them doing makeup day in and day out has its like tolls on them anyway. So they probably want something to happen like you and I, where our lives are so not dramatic that we're so thirsty for any kind of (laughs) drama. (laughs) 
even to the point where we don't like it's just so small or minute i'm just like i'm soaking it in i'm soaking <laughs> it in um but, but yeah so but that's speaking it for me. of music videos yeah so today um we decided to talk about music um and we're just gonna have you guys listen to our favorite songs for about an hour and we're gonna alternate like one song and then gerard um but music is I know for you at least, because you talk about Beyonce like every I talk day. About, like cares. how yeah, how I used to talk about Greaves. Like I don't know how to separate like I just love him. I loved him. I don't know if I wouldn't say that I do so much now, but there was literally never a song or anything he did or any show he put on or album he came out with or you know, anything that was ever bad. I was so, so biased. And people who didn't like him, I was like, it's so sad that you're trash. But I mean, <laughs> that's literally me about Beyonce. It's so funny. <laughs> that is like, <laughs> so basically, we're going to be talking about music, um, favorite bands, what it means to us, what we like about it. Um, what did you say? formative what is that you said formative yeah like artists that are like super formative into like who we are today or like the type of music that is super formative in who we are today or maybe like a certain album that like really changed something for us or made us realize something or anything like that um which will be super easy for us well me i think so so yeah that's gonna that's that'll basically be our uh topic today um Hopefully you guys have liked the last two episodes. I haven't heard much or anything at all, to be honest. Did you get the thing figured out with Spotify at all? It's on Spotify. I think what the problem is, like, we haven't posted um, on our socials for so long about it. So I think, like, our pod- our podcast Instagram is, like, out of people's algorithms because we haven't posted in so long. So I think we just need to be, like, more active on there and then it'll, like, happen again. Okay. <clears throat> um, so I guess let's start with you. Um... Oh, no. I can hear footsteps. Oh, God, someone's coming. Yeah. I just told Zach I didn't tell anybody else what I was doing. I went outside and I said, hey, I'm going to the closet to film. Because I didn't want Hunter to be like, <clears throat> Or would you like me to start? I don't care. Whichever. Okay. Um, so I guess we'll start with favorite like musical artists and bands. Mine are basically bands. So everybody that knows me from the past knows that... Well, first and foremost, I love music, all music, all music from, you know, 60s rock to heavy metal to trap music to just everything and anything under the sun. So if you were to go to my like I was like, you know how they used to say, like, if you go to somebody's playlist or their thing, you can really learn about them. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't learn shit about me because it's just like. I just love music. I grew up, you know, obviously generationally with listening to my parents' music. So, you know, there's just, I love it. It's endless. But of course, <clears throat> for the most, I would say, influential time of my life would be heavy metal and metal and rock. <laughs> A little bit of death metal. <laughs> can, you, can you just explain to everyone how you looked at this period in time? <laughs> <laughs> like if they were to see heavy metal Bianca walking down the high school hallways, what she would look two. like. 
there's two. So when I started, um, I started like it was a transformation and then a digression, if that makes sense, which was pretty weird because it was over a four year time. So during seventh and eighth grade, I was really into stop punk, um, like RX Bandits, Listen Jake, um, Bucko Nine, um, all that kind of stuff. So it was just through and through. And that was simply because the guys. Is, is Sublime considered that? Or is that just considered like a different area of ska? Yeah, and I think I think it would be, but I would almost consider it like parallel to it. Okay. So I think it would fall more into alternative, even though it really isn't. I think it'd still be more alternative than like what like ska punk was, you know, back when I listened to it because it was like true ska punk. <clears throat> um, and then something happened. I don't know, summer into uh, freshman year in high school. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be super dark. <laughs> and I remember that summer the Kitty album came out. I'm pretty sure because I remember Sarah and I, um, we told Scott and Mikey, and it might not have been, but whenever that came out, I know I remember telling them like we made that album. And I know that I slowly started, we slowly started listening to like Limp Bizkit. So it was like, like low end, you know, like Linkin Park, Limp Bizkit, Papa Roach, right? So your introductions. You Papa it. Roach. <laughs> and actually we saw them live, POD, you know, like that, like your low level. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I got, and I, I really don't even know how I got into heavy metal. It could have just been the group I was hanging out with. Cause I was friends with like Scott, Mikey. I'm not even sure, but Bianca, then she started out wearing like Dickies and skater shoes and like small baby tees, I guess. And then it went into, um, fishnets and jumpsuits, like rompers that had like buckles on them. I had dreads in my hair I did not wear all black makeup. Um, for the record, Zach will always find somebody who has a fucking collar on their neck with like, you know, metal hoops on them. And he's like, there's your boyfriend. You dated him. Like, no, I fucking didn't. Which is funny because as a person who liked that kind of stuff, I super still had standards. <laughs> I was like, I'm so much better than you. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to date within my community like that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it turned into basically that kind of stuff. Like I wouldn't say all black, but you know, combat boots that like went all the way up to my knees, fishnet underneath with like a black dress. My hair was in dreads. I had black eyeliner, you know, the whole shabam. Um, it's and just then, funny to think of you dressed like that as if someone who sees you now like yeah you, like you probably still listen to like the same music but like the way you look now aesthetically and the way you look then like you're this is not the same person yeah so then that's it's a hundred percent that way because i remember when i ran into rose nate's mom uh she was like really thrown because she saw me in like the midst i mean i met her when i was 15 16 and i was already pretty deep into um like slipknot and stuff at that point and like trying to figure out like my my look if you will um so then for her to see me 
you know, at PV working at Macy's as a visual manager, <laughs> she was just like, holy shit. And the only way she could explain me to Nate was she's a woman. Like she's grown up now. But yes, I still listen to In Flames and Fear Factory and all the heavy like Metallica and stuff. But then you look at me and you're like, I would probably can be considered like a tryhard or a poser. Like if that's even a thing. <laughs> now you would be. Yeah, like now people are like, oh, she's just pretending to like this shit where it's like, go fuck yourself. <clears throat> but then as I got on, so I, then I started turning into, I wore boxers with boy pants and I sagged them and I wore little boys t-shirts like 4T, 5T. Because if you remember, I was on drugs and alcohol. So I weighed a good whopping 110.99. <laughs> so I could fit into toddler boys shirts or like, I'd say like six, seven year olds. Um, <clears throat> and then by the time I graduated, I was wearing like white t-shirts and jeans because that concept of girls looking like boys was so high trend that it wasn't unique enough for me. So I stopped doing it. But truth be told, I did win senior most unique in high school. So Wow. Suck it, bitches. Um, but yeah, I really don't know how I started liking, which is weird because it's such a huge part of my life. Um, but my, but just in short, my most favorite band of all time is A Perfect Circle. And then I would say Tool and then Slipknot would be like the three bands that stand out above all bands that, you know, to this day, I don't know about Slipknot. Like, I still like the older stuff, and I have listened to the new stuff. But the problem with me now is my music is so versatile that it's hard for me to only be able to listen or favor heavy metal music all the time, all the time, all the time. And like, back then, that's, like, purely what you're listening to. I only listened. I lived and breathed it. We went to so many shows, so many concerts. I mean, so many. There wasn't so many. It's like every weekend that we could. And I really don't even know when my mom went from no, you can't to yes, you can. Because I, I'd have to sit down and like probably talk to somebody from the past and figure out how many shows we went to and how many bands that we've seen live. Because, I mean, every chance that we could go, we all went. You know, and I remember just, but yeah, it was only heavy metal. And back and- then, those were probably so much more easily accessible as opposed to now like i feel like shows now it's like so difficult to attend these shows just because like they're so big and they're not like at these smaller venues like they used to be like tickets are outrageous because i think the biggest thing is the ticket cost because like, you know, the, keep, about- the productions keep getting like bigger and bigger and bigger so like obviously the ticket prices have to go up and up and up and it's like i don't know i feel like it's so much different as it was then yeah and the thing is like and and to your point though, like heavy metal is just, it's just music. So really when you go, you're just paying to see this band play very minimal in the sense of like all the theatrics, you know, it's just, but yeah, I mean, even then it was just more affordable. Cause if you think about it, we were in high school. So all we had was our jobs that were working and to be able to afford these, you know, you're talking about like 20, $30 tickets for these shows now what we're dropping like over a hundred dollars or deciding are you really that worth seeing Mm -hmm. at this cost because to your point it is more expensive but yeah we would i would go we went to so many and we went to smaller like venues too 
and I think also not to make it what something like it's not it, but like I think with social media, I think it also has affected like how shows are happening now because like before, like I feel just because like with social media now, people can like make these communities that like this type of music. So I think it's more people are attracted to larger groups. How do I say this? Like larger groups of people are attracted to the same thing. So then it makes like what could be smaller they know that their audience has grown just because like they, people have access to grow larger communities around like whatever type of music that it is. So they just like, well, we have like what used to be like a thousand get uh, fans. Like now we have like a hundred thousand fans. So we have to get somewhere where like all the fans that want to come see us can come see us. Yeah. Cause back then we didn't have <clears throat> social media to figure it out. It would be or like maybe MySpace. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's like, and even then that's a maybe because I can't even say when, because I was really into MySpace when I was listening to Greaves, and Greaves came when during my era of like Maya. So for me at least, Greaves was like <clears throat> early two thousands. Whereas back when we were in high school, we still had dial up, like but I mean, yeah, where we were like you'd sign on, and I was like you've got mail from like AOL, like that was <laughs> that was literally our high school. So I think a lot of it would just be us going to like their websites like slipknot.com and knowing that they had an album coming out and if you have an album coming out that means that you're going to be touring soon so then we'd have to just sit there and then you go on Ticketmaster and then just buy tickets that way like it'd have to be like 17 ways to get to it now they just tell you when things are happening so you can go at any certain time yeah it's like all on your tv it's all through instagram facebook this artist is coming by tickets now. Like it's, you get messages everywhere about the show now, as opposed to just like you said, it's just like you go to their website and find out if they're having a show or not. Which made it like more exciting back then. Like, I, f- I feel like, like having everything, I was even thinking about it, which is like off topic, but remember when we used to have to wait, like every Thursday would be an episode and then you have to wait until the following Thursday. Now we can just binge watch everything. Yep. And now it's almost like if we have a show that makes us wait for a whole week, it's like, fuck you yeah, you're like I, this show is not worth waiting a week yeah, for. like who do you think you are so i think a lot of that was you know had to do with like you said just there was a huge fan base but not a huge fan base enough for people to go out looking for it or wanting to and there wasn't like a lot of rules i mean there was just more like love i mean heavy metal i know people see it as like satanic which is like whatever i don't know, whatever that's just stupid <clears throat> but you know it's a very like group of people. I mean, like when we go, we go and there's throughout the massive chaos, there is like a lot of love because it's like the same with any other genre, you know, we all there to see a band, but yeah, some of it would be very more personal or versus like, I remember like the last one I think I went to was mayhem fest. And I think Maya was like one or two and that was like a two day concert. And Megan and I went to that one. and yeah I'm pretty sure I mean her and I I remember we were like okay let's go to the front like it was hot you know like 125,000 degrees outside we were only in our bathing suits and I remember we went to the front and it was way too crazy for our old asses that some guy (laughs) had to like some big mohemoth massive dude had to pick us up and like push the crowd to get us out oh my god because we were just like we're not as young as we used to be like i don't know just please i don't know what the fuck happened but i think i think that was like the last yeah like the last true like metal concert i went to and then after that 
I changed into underground hip hop, like independently signed. So like Soul Crate, Mac Lethal, Type, Prof, Greaves, Captain Midnight. And then I was like very obsessed with that. And then I completely dropped off of metal, like a hundred percent. And ever since then I haven't fully come back. <clears throat> so I always tell people like it's in my blood, but everything else is like who I am. So like, if, and if you don't believe me, I have pictures for proof that it once was, was yeah. Or just ask anybody who knew me then and looks at me now and they're like, yeah, this bitch is fake. Like this is what she was really like, <clears throat> but it's like forever. Like I said, it's just, I always say like, it's in my blood because if I hear it, I automatically love it in like, it just hits me in a different way. Like, yes, I fucking love this music. Whereas every music else that I like, it's either hit or miss, you know, if that makes sense. Like most of it I like, some of it I don't, but with metal, it was very rare that I heard an album that I didn't like the whole entire song of who they came out with or like every single album that they have, like Slipknot a hundred thousand percent fucking obsessed with every song every album except for maybe the one that they have now but then i don't know if that's because i'm not there anymore like you're so disconnected from what it used to be or what they used to be to you now is not the same as who they are to you now yeah and it's like like i still love the old stuff just as much but if i try and listen to them like their newer every band's newer albums are good but i'm not like dying for it yeah like just not there anymore so but yeah I would say that's and then yeah and then I turned into a girl and then I learned how to do my hair and I learned that eyebrows matter um (laughs) but yeah I would say that so you could talk I would say heavy metal would be heavy metal and then underground hip-hop were like the two genres that defined most of my like life I think it's safe to say we all know who my favorite artist is (laughs) It's like a word vomit at this point. But let me tell you why. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've you been, can. <laughs> I've been obsessed with Beyonce since she was like Destiny's Child Beyonce. Really? Yeah. And I think that I'm so biased about her now is because, okay, so one of my friends messaged me like, I'm watching The Blackest King. I was like, oh my God, like, let me know what you think about it. Like, I wrote something about it, but I'll let you know after. So he watched it. And then he read what I wrote and he's like very insightful, like very made like a really lot of good points, very interesting, like well written. And then he's like, to be devil's advocate, he said some things. And he's like, I feel like Beyonce is very overrated. And I feel like she like throws in our face that like she's openly and proudly black. Like obviously like good that she is um, like vocal about that stuff, but it's like she's like throwing it in our face sometimes. And how I feel at least is I think that she gets the title of being overrated and overlooked because um i think it's because she's a a female artist and also because she's a black female artist and i'm like if you don't if people don't agree like that's fine but i think because like if you think of someone like lady gaga i feel like people don't say lady gaga is overrated but like lady gaga acts she can sing like crazy she can overrated but she can dance really well (laughs) and then i think of like okay so like I think, how can I say this? Okay, so, like, Beyonce has acted. She can sing. She, like, owns her own record company. She has people signed under her. She's, like, a humanitarian. She does all this work. And I think that, yes, she, like, throws in our, not, I want to say throws in our face, but she's, like, very openly black. And I think that's why 
I like her so much because like when you think about who she was, Destiny's Child into who she is now, it's like such like a big transformation as and like not only her music, but like who she is as a person mm-hmm. and like as an artist and like using her platform for ways that benefit like the black community. And even though like some people question her acting and like I'm right there with you, but obviously it's like she's not like uh, what do uh, actors win like Oscars? Yeah, yeah, she's and like not an Oscar, Oscar but like she's at least she's acting like she has acting credit. I don't have a fucking acting credit. What is she? What was she in? She was in. Um, she was. What's the name of the movie? She her husband is like a lawyer, and she her husband has like this secretary who like wants to get with him, obsessed. And she, like, kills the lady that's, like, trying to get to her husband. She plays Etta James in Cadillac Records. She's in a movie with, um, uh, she, she like, it's like a, uh, why, why am I drawing a blank? Because you're not a true fan. It's like a musical with Cuba Gooding Jr. The title's slipping my mind, but she's in that also. Oh, Fighting Temptations, I think it's called. Oh, she's been in quite a bit. I mean, yeah than i knew i haven't seen any of those but the cadillac records is really good and i don't think it's good just because she's in it because she's only in like the last like third of the movie but the it's like all about like the record label of cadillac records but that movie is good but um i just think that she at times is over seem as overrageous because of those things and i i don't know her music is just really good to me and i like that she's so um how do i say this I don't know if pro-black is the correct verbiage, but she tells like stories of like the black experience and the black female experience that a lot of people don't talk about. And she receives flack for that. Like you shouldn't be like political. You shouldn't be this. You shouldn't be that. But she's she's basically using her platform to advocate black. Yeah. And like, why not? Like if you have such a big platform, why not use it to benefit someone or something? I think at least. So for me, which, you know, I don't like her music, personally. I do, yeah. and I don't. I do like that she uses her platform to be a strong, independent Black woman, in the sense I, and it's weird to say, but I feel like it's her duty to, almost like an obligation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, that someone who is a Black woman in this world, um, I think you have an obligation and a duty to do that to basically speak uh, for every person that can't Mm -hmm. and for every person that might need it. Um, That's just where I see her. So I respect her in the sense of where she does like say stuff for her lyrics and like her stories and her documentaries and all her stuff. Um, I think like her visuals and her music videos are amazing but I think like what she does for the music industry for women and for women, I think I like her for that part. Mm-hmm. I don't like her so much for her music because I think if you take away all that theatrics, I don't think you really have much left. I think if you can just sing a song, like I, if she could just sing a song, I'd appreciate it more than her in like garments and headpieces and like her stuff like what's the one where she wears like the black thing or when she's swimming in the water all around the world music like that to me those songs i like more than the stupid shit like all the single ladies or the stuff where it's like 
poppy. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that stuff. But things that I feel like when she's writing them, they come from her heart or they come from experience or they're for her kids or they're about her husband. That's the stuff that I appreciate. But I do think that as a very prominent woman in the industry, I think she has to and she should. And it's good that she does because she is everything that is what a woman would want to be or should be or can strive to be, whether it's on a very small scale or a grand scale like she is. Yeah. Because there's just, you know, you have her who is class and she's dignified and she's beautiful and she's young and she's successful and she's confident. And then you have the other spectrum of the women we love (laughs) who are, you know, they're younger, they're up and coming, but you know, they're thicky thick and they talk about WAP and they're, (laughs) you know, warm, wet pussy and, you know, making their cupcake sprinkle and they're not talking about cupcakes, you know? (laughs) So it's like, it's two different worlds of women, but both, you know, how, you know, it's, it's good to have that offset. I think I'm not saying that Cardi B and like Megan the stallion are like bad, because they, they say things that like they um they fetishize men in the way that men fetishize women in their lyrics. Like men will like rap about like, oh I fucked her so yeah. good, like I blew her brains out, and then she's like, I fucked you so good, I made you want me, and you're not getting shit from me. Yeah, so and that's I, what I love, I love that about they it. The role. Because and the thing is, like, it, I don't think it's talked about a lot, but women do that to men. We talk you like dirty about men. We do treat them like they're nothing or they're disposable or just for sex or, you know, we minimize them or anything like that. So it's nice. And that's why I love them because they're so fucking dirty. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, they don't care about it. Like if women back, like back a couple of years, if women did that, like they're a whore, like they're a hoe, you slut. But now they're like, if men can rap about it and they're like, like they they're conquering the world because they're getting like all this puss. But if I rap about it, then I'm seen as a, a slut. Well, fuck you. I'm still going to rap about it. Yeah. And they, they're like, and they're okay with being that slut. Like they yeah. open their like, I'm if glad I to use dirty. you for sex. The way you're using me for sex, then That's you fine. Play at that game. Yeah. Like I love like that. The, the lyric that I send you make your N words, suck my pussy, like a baby bottle. When <laughs> Megan the Stallion says that I'm like, bitch, love you. Oh, I love the, the lyric that she said in WAP, she said something like, I'll wear some she said something along the lines of I'll wear another wig to make you feel like you're cheating on me or to make you feel like you're with another girl. Like, name another bitch who is saying shit like that. <laughs> like nobody is. And she and she's I think she's younger than me. Like yes, she's young is. and she's rapping about she's this like stuff. Early and, 20s, dude. and she's like, um I think I read a chart recently that she is the most she's had the most singles on like the chart for any woman artist at her age. Like she's the youngest female to do so. The youngest female artist. Right now? Yeah, something along those lines. I mean, I'm I'm like completely destroying it. But earlier to your point about Beyonce, I live for like the theatrical, like these huge stage productions. But when they're like my favorite performances of hers, she did this, uh, I think like maybe a couple weekend residency in Vegas, like a lot of years back. And um, she... It was like a very intimate performance and there were times when she just like sat on the steps or she just sat in a stair and sang songs and those are like my favorite parts of like any show like when she sings this song called um resentment which is like my top favorite beyonce song ever and she every time she performs it she's just like sitting there there's like maybe um 
a guitar behind her playing the music while she's just singing that's like my most favorite part like yes obviously i live for like the hard choreo the choreo and like all these lights and everything and that's great but when she's just like sitting there and she's just like with a guitar or with just like a saxophone and she's just singing that's like my favorite part and i think that's i think a lot of that could be generational too because i come from a time where even if you look at like music videos and stuff it's very simple right a lot Mm -hmm. of it is just the band playing and like maybe a little bit of some storyline in the background or like clips and like back and forth where now if you go into it it's like a whole fucking story it's Mm -hmm. a whole like five minute movie because no one's satisfied with just what they used to be like yeah like a like a performance of them at a concert and they just happen to record it now it has to be like this huge production because everyone like expects more and more and more and more yeah and for me i'm still in the simple terms that's why i said like when it comes to her stuff that i can tell is written in a certain way then for me like that means a lot but yeah i mean you already know like i i just can't stand that kind of shit like like lady gaga i really can't with her i can't stand the big black hair and the big bow and you can't, you know, like that thing or Sia where you can't see her face and whoever one wore like the raw meat looking thingy. Lady Gaga. Yeah, all of that stuff is just like. Like doing it for like shock me. value. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't really do anything for me. But yeah, I just, I think like for Beyonce and stuff, like you have two different worlds, a spectrum of women, both who I think are grand in their own way. But I, I, like I said, I think Beyonce has an obligation to do so because she can. And I'm not saying that she has to, but good for her to recognize that she can and she does. Because she, like everyone else, started at a certain place. You know, she didn't start out famous. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, and she's had her problems, right? I mean, didn't Jay-Z do something to her? Maybe. Yeah, and I think that's a big thing, too. Like, uh I think in Lemonade, she touched on it's very, um, I don't want to say it's an issue, but like in the black community, there's like with an issue in relationships where like men will cheat and it's just like, they just, I don't, I'm, I'm saying it very incorrectly, but there's like a storyline that she mentions in Lemonade and that her talking about that in her music and bringing it to light and speaking on it is like huge to like recognize, like there's a problem with um, uh, when your faithfulness Mm-hmm. and um that it it's very heavy in the black community i guess i'm obviously i might be saying things incorrectly but um when she did okay so like the lemonade album she like touched on that kind of stuff and that that album was like really monumental for a lot of people me included even though like i'm not the audience but even people even other artists see how she is sometimes overlooked by not only uh viewers but by like the music industry because like adele's 25 album beat beyonce's lemonade album for i think album of the year mm-hmm. and even adele like she's like thank you so much to the academy for this award but like i can't accept this because like beyonce is like the artist of my life she's the artist i look up to and you inspire not only me but so many people in this room and the way you make me feel the way you make my black friends feel is like so important so yeah i just think that she's like being overlooked by like even the music community is something to like take notice of, I guess. As in like they see her importance. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even like maybe not her importance, but the importance of the stuff she talks about in her music in relation to the black community and women. There could be something as simple as they're not taking the time to even fucking like listen to the lyrics. And I think that, and I think the recording Academy, the people who are like at the top who vote, I think, 
obviously I could be mistaken, but I think our majority of them are white. So like, obviously like if, if this isn't about me, if it doesn't uh, reflect like my experiences, then like, I don't, I can't be as um, compelled to listen or to completely absorb if it like doesn't pertain to me, I guess. Right. Again, yeah. I just, I think that's what makes it so different for like, yeah, I just think, but to your point, like, I think things like theatrics are more important than things like lyrics and like what's behind the story and stuff so much because, you know, I don't think people have enough time in their life to give a shit anymore to just sit there and like, listen to what this means or let music like touch you in a certain way, you know, like it's so fast paced. It's like one song comes out, another song comes out. We got to make another song come out. We have to have another hit song come out. You know, it's like every, you know, it's just like so many songs are coming out so quickly, so fast to appease to these times, you know, that it's like. And she mentioned that that's why she has done visual albums. That's why she started to do them because she said before people don't really listen to records. They just like, like you said, they're just like, what's the next music video? When's the next tour? When's the next song? Like when's the, what's the new single? But yeah. She's like, I did these visual albums so that people really soak in like everything. So you you want to listen, you obviously want to watch a music video, but it's causing you to like actually listen to the music by ingesting the music, the lyrics and the video. Yeah. So it's like a whole thing as opposed to just like the next single. Which is like what I'm, I'm always stuck on. Like I'll always listen to like the words and what they're trying to say, you know, versus just anything else. I mean, I love like, you know, like I'm, you, like you learned the other day or it like hit you that I like instrumental stuff. Like I love that first and far beyond, but because music is such a huge thing to me when I was younger <clears throat> and especially like when you're going through high school, I'm sure everybody like feels this way. Wait, you hold know? on. Can we take a quick break? I, I'm about to pee my pants. Yes. Are you going to okay. pee it? And then <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, I know we're still recording. This is for Gerard to hear. Okay, yes, I peed in my sink, and yes, I got another white claw. And no, I didn't wash my hands. <laughs> so I think, like, at least for me during high school, and I think it's the same for kids. I really don't fucking know what kids are like these days. Um, I mean, because even when I listen to Maya's music, her the music that she listens to is so lyrically disappointing that it's a joke. Cause, what like, does she even listen to? Um, Nelly Chopa, Nelly Chopa, some black kid. Um, just like <clears throat> I guess, like how would you say like rappers who aren't well known, but like 
I had to look it up today the other day because she's like, you want to know who I'm like really in love with? And I was like, no. And then she's like, this guy. Yeah. Nelly Chopa, Neely Chopa or something. I've never heard. Really? Well, I'm not surprised. I don't know where she gets this music from. I think it might be from her friend Zaya. I don't know. Um, but like for me during <clears throat> high school, like music was everything because of the lyrics and how it helped me through, you know, certain times and which I'm sure it is. Cause you know, like you see people that meet artists and they like start crying and they're like, literally that would be me if I met Beyonce. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, Your third album really helped me through a time when I was feeling depressed about just heartbreak. Yeah. Me memorizing the dance moves to single ladies music video made me realize I was gay. Yeah. So it's like, for me, it's like a really big thing. So, and that's why, like we talked about like music and yes. Okay. So heavy metal, you, the, the things they sing about, like there's love songs in that music. There's things about heartbreak. There's things that are political. There's things that, you know, it's all types of l- lyrics and all types of meanings, whether it's like, you know, you know, my mom died or, you know, love lost, family lost. It's all in there. You just you either ha- take the time to enjoy it and have an ear for it or you don't. But for me, like a perfect circle. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, <clears throat> and Slipknot and stuff. Those bands, like their lyrics, 100 percent like were beneficial to something that was happening at that time like if it was like heartbreak or you know struggling with you know who I was as a person or you know whatever it might be all of the songs that I listen today like take me back to a place where I'm just like you know what's he doing sorry he's we're selling stuff on Facebook marketplace and he's packing up something to go give it to someone that they're gonna buy oh I forget you guys are moving but I, I'm guilty of that because I, like, I, I feel like I listen to every music genre aside from rock and, like, heavy metal just because, like you said, I, because it's, like, so hardcore, I just assume that whatever they're singing about doesn't pertain to me or I can't, like, connect to it at any level. But you just said, like, they talk about things that, like, every other genre might touch on, but it's just done in, like, their style. Yeah, which it is, like, tool um he his mom finally died i believe it was if i'm correct because it's been so long but his mom was in a coma she was ill and she finally died and he has a whole song dedicated to that so and his sadness and what it feels like to lose like a really important and pivotal person in his life now tool music is not like slipknot music it's easier to listen to but again it's perceived as satanic and loud and a headache you know, or a certain person likes this music. So it's not really like every time, I mean, I would play it, my mom's like, turn that shit off. It's satanic. And I was like, and of course me being teen, I'm like, it's not even satanic mom. <laughs> like that one, that one vine. She can't say that to you, dude. This is your space. <laughs> if you guys have never seen this vine, Please it's so funny. It's this guy and he's like when you hear like your white or like when your white friend is like talking to his mom, his mom is like disrespecting his music and she he's like, She can't do that to you, dude. And it's like this this 
it's like this guy and he has like braids and his like braids are like maybe like cheek length he's like she can't do that to you dude this is your space it's the the best vine that has ever been created ever been created because it's so correct (laughs) (laughs) can you even look up vine anymore you have to like type in youtube like you have to type in youtube like uh funny vines or like best vines because like non-existent yeah search through it so yeah I'm, like i said music that and that's why i think like nowadays it's i like i said theatrics to me it's like nothing because i want to hear the the lyrics i want to hear the words and you know that kind of stuff i mean i li- like obviously when i listen to like them singing about pussy i'm not like yes i relate like get that dirty sh-, you know what i mean but it still makes me you know like i'm still like yes bitch i fucking love you but it's like you know that's why i said i just to go back to your Beyonce point, people are too into what's next that they're not taking the time to listen to it. That's mm-hmm. why I appreciate her stuff that has more meaning versus, you know, just the entertainment music or the entertainment part. Like if she did something where it was just her and she was intimate or like unplugged, I think that would be phenomenal. And my dad, to that point, my dad like always knocks the single ladies. He's like, they have like 17 writers and blah, blah, bliss, blah, blah, that. But like that video, I don't care for that song. I, I, I hate. I hate I the really song. I really hate that song. <laughs> only because it's like those songs that like they're so popular that they're constantly played on the radio back to back mm-hmm. to back to back to back. But I think that video is iconic because that video was shot in one take the entire thing. I never... Like it, the whole video was taken in one shot, and that's why, like at the end, she's like, she puts up her hand with the glove, and she like does this thing, and she's like completely out of breath because it was all done at once. Oh wow, that's pretty good. But I haven't seen it. And um, like her dad, like has trained her, or like she said that her, or it's, uh, it's like talked about that her dad said that if you can run a mile and stay on note, like that's like what her dad made her do to train. That's why she can like run all around the stage and stay on note because like she. It was, like, a thing that she had to train to be able to do. And, like, name another person who, like, will go vegan, like, months before Coachella to prepare for Coachella so that way your body can, like, be tip-top shape right after having twins. Not me. I wouldn't do that. I don't think Sally from across the street would even think about doing that. I'm too fucking lazy. Fucking Sally. <laughs> that Although Fleetwood Mac, they had to do um, months and months of for the show that you didn't go to? First of all, let's just talk about the greatness that is Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. So we were talking about, I guess we're going to jump off that. So that's our favorite music. Gerard loves Beyonce. I'm sure he likes other stuff. (laughs) There's many artists, but that's number one. um, But we were talking about like two bands that Gerard and I, or two artists or bands that we both enjoy. Because really, you like R&B, and I'm not a fan I really have never been a fan of it since, you know, Keith Sweat. Oh my um, God, give me some Keith Sweat. <laughs> give me oh, some no. No, Nobody. What's the other one? Uh, there's nobody. another song. Okay, first of all, I did have Keith Sweat's album. He was a part of a band. Remember his three letters? 3LW? First of all, that sounds like a band I would never like. Oh, you know who else I could never stand? Was his boy bands. Were there any boy bands that I liked? No, there wasn't. <laughs> Jagged, <laughs> Jagged Edge? I don't consider them like... I guess you're not a boy. I consider like, them, I consider like, them like, like a 
good. I, I just consider them a group, like boys to men. I, I still don't see them as a boy band. I guess they are though. But, but I think to your point, like when you think of boy bands or girl bands, you think of like, you think of like, uh, what's their name? Spice Girls. You think of like NSYNC. Um, what was the opposite of NSYNC? Uh, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. 98 Direction. Ew, 98 Degrees, Nick Lachey. <laughs> 98 Degrees. I, I went to one of their shows for my friend one time. Oh, um, Tw- Twisted was another song by Keith Sweat. No, all of them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm looking them up right now. It, he was a part of... Oh, my God. Like, Kate... I'm trying to look at the album that I had. Silk? I think, I think it was, like, Till the Morning is the one I had. Maybe? No. Oh, not Silk. Keith Sweat in band. I didn't know he was part of a band. It wasn't like a band. It was LSG. Never even heard of them. Yeah, me either. <laughs> it was. But like, Sweat era music. I don't know who else. Like, what what years was he even popular? Um, It says. Was it like late 80s, early 90s? Yeah, like 80. Well, late 80s to 90s. So, 94. 87, 90, 94, 96, 98. <clears throat> and then he has stuff like now. Like that that era of Keith Sweat, like that era of music, I am super into because like my parents listen to that type of music. Yeah. Like what would, like I don't even know names of the bands of like my that my parents listen to or my mom specifically. She listens to yeah, a radio. I had this album. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't even. Or Tina Marie, like Mary Jane like, girls, like that era. Look at this. LS. Yeah, I have no clue who that is. What? I'm telling you, get the album. <laughs> get the album. I'm like, I don't like, I do not like R&B, but go ahead and download this. <laughs> like, okay, so R&B artists that I really love right now are like JoJo. I'm obsessed with her. She's Leave cute. Her, her album went number one on the R&B charts, and I just think she's so good. Um, who else? Like, uh, Janae Aiko, um, her, um, I made like a li- Daniel Caesar, Gallant, all these people, they're so good. And also I'll, I normally gravitate towards like female artists or female black or queer artists is like normally who I gravitate towards. Like, I really don't care for like men really in music, unless it's like Maluma but that's not even like I don't even know what he's thinking about because I don't even speak Spanish. It's purely you aesthetic. Shit. It's purely aesthetic. <laughs> First of all, don't try and act like you respect the music. <laughs> like I don't know what he's saying, but I just like mm, mm. Yeah. like I know what he's saying about. I have to ask Francisco what he's saying because I have no fucking clue. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> like you would. <clears throat> Maluma to you is Cardi B singing about guys like that's you like you're just like dirty about him like he could put out nothing and I'm like yes you're right great (laughs) song (laughs) (laughs) he's just like uh uh yes (laughs) it's so true though um but oh but the thing is like I like like her 
in all those like I like them but I think like R&B like like R. Kelly oh yeah and like that stuff I just Aaliyah first of all I can't believe I used to be so in love with her I used to have all her pictures like in between Slipknot posters I had like a whole shrine of hers oh my god talk about like Oh, uh, you're right. uh, I need to get all her music. Oh my god, you can't get it anywhere. Why? There's only one album that you can access online. Everything else you have to use like YouTube to hear, or you have to use like SoundCloud where it's like not really heard. There's something legally going on where you can't uh, listen to her music off of streaming platforms. Why? Because like my favorite song of hers is like One in a Million. Can't hear that anywhere. You can only hear like the one like I think her first or second album is the only thing you can get off of streaming platforms. Why is that? There's some legal thing going on. Like with her family? With her record label that she had before she passed and like I don't know if it's her family or whatever the situation is, but you can't access her her old albums. That is the saddest shit ever. Can you buy them? I don't even know if you can buy them from like iTunes. You know what? I'm going to check now. You're right. I didn't. There's nothing there. There's yeah, like there's, there's no way to there's nowhere, no way to access them. There, I don't know exactly what the issue is. Yeah, like you have Aaliyah from '94. Age ain't nothing but a number. Yes, that's the only that's the only album you can access. I don't know what the problem is. So you have to use like YouTube, or you have to use I think like SoundCloud to where it's like unreleased versions of the songs. That's what like rock the boat. That video is iconic. Okay, also music videos. I live. Mm-hmm. And like, as long as I can remember, we were talking about this before the podcast. There used to be a channel on Cox 150, and it was called MTV Hits. I don't know if it still exists, but it was like 24 hours music videos. And that's how I used to spend all my summer days. And okay, and then I'm going to ask you this Did you ever go? Do you ever go to shows other than like the few that you've been to? Like, do you yeah. ever, like, like with me, do you go to like, shows consistently like as much as you can i used to when i lived at my parents house like i i feel like in high school i was always at a concert like we always i went to like i couldn't even tell you how many drake concerts i've been to i've been to almost every single beyonce tour except for like maybe her first two i've seen uh there's like an artist named august alcina he i saw him like when he was first coming out um i used to really enjoy going to shows but i feel like now it's not like little shows that happen anymore yeah. Oh, funny story. At a Drake concert, we we smoked before, like, in the parking lot of a neighborhood. And I got so high that I was standing in a crowd, and I'm like, I have to get out of this crowd. Like, I'm, I'm not well. And as I was walking out of the crowd, I everything went black. Like, I couldn't see anything. <clears throat> Like, my vision, like, slowly faded away. And then as soon as I got out of the crowd, my vision came to again. Weird. I don't know what that means, but Alyssa had to, like, drag me out of the crowd. Like, I was like, I'm going to pass out, guys. Like, I need to get out of here. And everyone was like, okay. And they just, like, kept listening to the music. (laughs) And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I'm going to pass out. I'm not well. And then Alyssa, like, grabbed my hand and, like, led me out. And some, I, like, hit some lady like running into her because like I couldn't see anything I don't know what it was 
and she's like what the heck like about to find this is like she he can't see anything like that (laughs) (laughs) and as soon as we got out of the crowd my vision came to again i don't know it was like a hot summer like arizona night that the concert was happening so i think it was just like the heat mixed with me smoking i probably needed water but honestly like hashtag problems in arizona (laughs) they only had shows during like the summertime and it would be the hottest time. I remember when we had him at Cricket Pavilion, which I don't know what it's called now. That's where the hear. concert was. Yeah. So you have I, the open grass. That is the worst venue unless it's like fall. Yeah, it is. And I remember like they would have hoses to hose us down. because And like people were starting fires, <clears throat> like setting things, like just total idiots. But I could just, I eventually stopped basically like drinking or doing anything before shows because I would be like you where I'd be so so fucked up that I couldn't even focus and it wasn't even worth it music videos though oops they're your life yeah I live for music videos and I remember when um I don't know if it was like I would babysit Maya or Maya would it was when you guys were living there but for a short period of time, I got my into music videos. And now that she's still into them. That's all she watches now. I loved, I could spend, like I would spend every summer day just listening to music videos 24 hours a day. They're just so great. Like if a song, excuse me, if a song is like not living up to my expectations and I see the video and the video is like amazing, I like the song. Oh yeah, that's what you were saying before, huh? And again, I came from music videos were just the bands. So for me, like, just seeing them live is, like, all I looked for. <clears throat> like, it didn't. more people live. And then, like, really, it was, like, the same thing. They were just, like, in front of us again. <laughs> I mean, like, Slipknot would put on, like, crazy-ass shows. Because they, their drummer would play on, like, um, he would have, um, like, the metal drums. Like, the, you know, like, the big metal, like, where you would put, like, beer or wine. Like, not actual drums, but, like those big tail teal, teal tin things and just hammer on that kind of shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> like random things. And of, of course they would just like mosh and jump and head bang and <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. but then, yeah, I just, I was never, I mean, I watched music videos, but I was definitely not into them. Like, not like you like live for them. I just, I love, that's all I do. If I, if I'm just sitting at home, I'll just play music videos in the background. And then now I just, the only music videos I want to see are Cardi B and Megan. Because I just want to stare at them. Ah, ah, They're ah. so good. They're so real good. Real hot girl shit. Ah. <laughs> you are real hot girl shit. <laughs> I love their music videos so much. Like uh, Cardi B's nipple tassels in the animal print. Her Literally her boobs are just hanging out with they just her so nipples being covered. Free. They are so free. And like her nails being like extra long. It's that, just that outfit, that cat suit or whatever she's wearing. I don't know if it's a cat suit or like a. I think it's a cat suit. It's a Mugler. I thought it was animal print. Yeah, it, it's animal, but like it's a Mugler like designer. Is it in her hair? It's good. So good. <clears throat> and then like interlocked like rings. Yes. So stupid. But again, it wasn't up to our expectations, so we're not talking about that. And also, I, told, be- I told so many people about that. I was like, the I can't wait. Video? Yeah. Or no, the song. I was like, I can't wait. This is exciting. And then after Friday, I got real quiet. I was like, yeah. 
you know, like a follow up. I'm like, what? I'm sorry, I didn't get your text. What happened? What came out? <laughs> <clears throat> um, we talked about well, two bands that you and I. Well, hold on. We went to go see Adele together. So one of the, that's what we're talking one about one that we totally, yeah, like we lost Tanja a long time ago because we were talking about why you like R and B and stuff. So you and I actually don't <clears throat> like the same music, but we do at the same time. So I think like our trappy music we like, um, like the trendy music we like, and then Adele and then Fleetwood Mac. Adele was such a good concert. She was so good. And, and so funny. We, yes. And remember, we didn't get the tickets. Remember when it was that opening day, you and I both missed it. And then we waited. Yeah. And then for some fucking reason, by the grace of God, we landed two tickets. And it was, it was beautiful. We were like, we were high up there, but it was such a good concert. And she's like one of those people, like, theatrics to a minimum, maybe a little bit of life. <laughs> it's her singing and like cracking jokes to people and like doing her crazy laugh. Oh my God, I love her. She's so natural. I remember that she was so cute and perfect. She was so funny. And then we then ventured to buy tickets to see Fleetwood Mac together. And so let's just say we both bought tickets. But only one of us went. So, yeah, I bought tickets because I wanted to take my dad. And then you, of course, were coming with us, but you bought it. So you were our third person. So we had three. So we're all going. But I wanted to buy the tickets for dad for his birthday, our birthday. And then the original thing was first, it was, was it New York or Inventory? One of those, both of them messed was, you up. Inventory was happening. They originally told me that I could get the ticket. Like, I could have the weekend off. I bought the tickets. Like, oh, well, actually, we need you. So I couldn't go. And then I was supposed to go to New York that December. So I was like, it's fine. Like, I could sell it. And I could just, like, save the money for New York. And then when it was time to go to New York, like, actually, you can't do that either. So I'm like, great. So I didn't go see Fleetwood Mac. I returned the ticket for New York. Didn't even go to New York. And you didn't do inventory. Remember, it got pushed up or pushed back or something. So annoyed. So yeah, annoyed. I remember that, that. It was like, I remember it was something that happened and both those things fell through. And then I remember some Mexican lady was sitting next to us and I was like, there's Gerard. <laughs> I was so mad. So pissed. And then my dad came up, he had mentioned that he, did, he didn't understand why we didn't like let Kim buy the ticket from you. <clears throat> because she wanted to go, oh. his girlfriend. So it would have been something like so simple that instead of like returning it, like she could have paid you the money and then she could have gone like for experience. Cause obviously she's, you know, you know, of that um, generation that would like them. But um, yeah, so Jordan didn't get to go. I was and so sad. Was after she was sending me videos, like she sent me all these videos afterwards. So made it like salt in a wound. <laughs> and it was so good. It was so good. <clears throat> But like I was telling before, they had to do um, a lot of working out, like a lot of working out and training because is of how old because, they are. I was going to say, is it because they're so old? Yeah, so, so their old, age. And like the drummer, for as much as he's like doing everything and like they're singing and like they and everything that they had to do. Yeah, they had to work out, they said, for like months just to prepare for this tour. But I think they did like a tour like every night almost because that was a, like, yeah, it was just great. Could you imagine being like a performing artist and having to do shows like every night or every other night. Hell no. Can you imagine like the, like the endurance you have to have to keep up with that. I would be dead. Like, look at us now. 
like I just work out for a half an hour and I'm like, ah, ooh, ee, I'm good. I'm on my feet for eight hours a day at work and I'm like, <laughs> I just really got to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just done. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out when they're coming back so you and I can go. Well, there was, I, maybe like two years after that concert, it, they like kind of roughly announced that they were going to go on tour again. I don't know if it was fake or if it was true, but then nothing ever came of it. Well, because the reason, the, the reason why that show was like, uh, a big thing was because um, Christine McVie came back to be on in oh. there. So that was like a big thing was like, oh, she's back. And now they're actually touring as a band, <clears throat> like a complete band. <clears throat> so then I guess, so would you say that Beyonce is like set aside from your number one like artist, but is she basically like, Formative to who you are. I would probably say yeah, because I think even like my Nina Jerry said that she used to play independent women for me and Caitlin in the car, and me Caitlin and I would just be like living like little kids living for this independent woman song. <clears throat> I used to like I loved like their Survivor era when they were like all in the matching um, camouflage. I think she's always been like top top of my list of artists. I think if I didn't if I didn't listen to her, I don't know who I would like who I would be what my interest would be because I feel like my interest falls so in line with her what she speaks about and like what she promotes. Yeah, I think that's like super fair. <clears throat> and I would say Maynard for me. Who's that? He's the lead singer of Tool and a Perfect Circle. Oh. But that would be like a perfect circle. Like even now, like even now if people like think of me, like they would probably say like, oh, Slipknot was her favorite band. But in reality, that's not true. Like a perfect circle <clears throat> is my favorite band. And they only came out with so many albums because tool was they had he had like so many side projects so neither of those groups make music anymore no tool just came out with an album what was it last year inoculus i think is what it's called and that was um 10 years 10 or 13 years in the making so tool comes out with like when tool makes an album they fucking make an album and it's like a long time yeah so they did like five years you know five years six years whatever but i believe between their last album and this album it was 10 or 13 years from the time and they've been working on it slowly and surely throughout because maynard when he does his stuff and he does the music and it's like he puts everything into it it's like every single piece of that song has to have like it all matters to him. So they, like, once they film, like, record everything, it's 100%. Like, they were announcing, like, oh, the recording's done. It still took a couple months for them to add in the lyrics and all that kind of stuff. It's such a big deal. Like, it's such a big, big deal. And for me, like, lyrically, hands down, I think he's a genius. He is hands down a genius in his lyrics. I tell people all the time, like, if you were just to look at his lyrics it's he's just good they're just really good at what they do and what they write and a lot of his songs have a lot of meaning about like at least the perfect circle has a lot of 
things that I interpreted as like personal growth, loss, love, you know, fight, you know, strength, that kind of stuff, even through Tool. Because, I mean, same, different band, same, you know, singer. So the sounds are somewhat different, but, you know, cumulatively, they're still there for me. So, yes, I listen to Slipknot a lot, but Slipknot, it was like, Slipknot is just Slipknot. Like, I just love them, you know, but like what means to me, like when I hear it now, I can still get emotional if I hear certain songs. And I don't know how you, I think it's like pronounced Orestes, Orestas, but that's like my ultimate favorite song <clears throat> above all. And like lyrics, like that song is like everything to me. But I like, think what you're saying as a listener, like means more if, because I think like if an artist like puts out an album every year, it's like it, the albums lose their meaning. Cause it's like, it feels like you're just, you're just making the music for the sake of making music rather than like actually spending the time to make like a project not worthwhile but like art to them it's like a it's yeah. a true art form like we're just gonna keep putting out the music to, for the sake of making money or for the sake of like pleasing the our listeners like we want to actually put out something that means something to not only us but will mean because if it means something to the creator then it's going to mean something to the people that they give it to like yeah. they're going to get from it all oh, this is like they're speaking something like important like if they're way if they're willing to spend this much time on an album then it like actually means something to them so maybe we should give it more time than what we would normally give a regular album, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, because they only came out with a perfect circle came out with other than like, I, okay. So they have like, I think like five other than like their EP, which I never consider and whatever, but they have Mare de Nome, which is their first one well known from 2000. And then they had 13 step, and then in between those, I believe, or after those, they had um, Emotive and Emotion. And Emotive was a political album, strictly lyrical. And they were actually, I believe, if I remember correctly, and I, I have it, it was copy, it was um, covers to other songs. So like John Lennon's Imagine All the People. Um, and then there were songs that they wrote themselves. And then that was like early 2000s maybe 2003 2004 and then 2000 what 18 or 19 they came out with eat the elephant so what 14 years later they released an album it's a long time that's a very long time <laughs> when you think of like albums anyways or yeah. like album releases and then tool like i said tool is the same thing he came out with i'd have to look it up for theirs between but yeah i think it was like 10 years so but it's like when he is such a very meticulous and particular and very like he's just a very smart person very smart highly intelligent um you know i always say like otherworldly like he's not like your normal person but like he lives he has like a winery in sedona he has another side project band called Pussifer and that music's like more different. What um, kind of winery? <clears throat> uh what do you mean? Like is it like open to like the public winery yeah. or like they just produce wine and you could just buy it at like stores? You know, uh he has a winery and then he has a storefront um in Sedona that you can buy stuff. Like he has like his albums and his wine. I don't like wine but I do like rose so maybe I could go there. Maynard Wine. 
let's see. Yeah, because I know it's in Arizona because he loves Arizona. I keep forgetting I have eyeshadow on and I keep like looking over at my screen and I keep being like a little shocked. <laughs> because you're looking at someone who barely has eyebrows <laughs> and you can barely see their eyes. <laughs> Let's see. I have to look up tools albums real quick. But yeah, so they, I think for sure, a hundred percent, a perfect circle, like through and through. And even to this day, I still, I do not believe in getting bands like tattooed on you or anything like that, but the perfect circle emblem, I want to get it to this day. So that means that from all this time, because it was this one thing that I was like, okay, like I would want to get this. And I'm like, I would never get bands because I don't believe that you ever fully like an individual band as much as you think you would when you're older. Like, but a perfect circle, it hasn't changed. There's a hundred percent like, so I know for sure, like if I could get it somewhere, I would. I'm sure I'll get a Beyonce tattoo. Did you you like her face? I'm I'm surprised I haven't done it yet. I'm yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. Like I don't know what I would even get. Like would I get like her signature? Would I get like her logo? Would I get lines from a song? I don't know, but I feel like I would. Literally like a whole Beyonce sleep, could you imagine? I could. <laughs> You're like it's not far off. Like, yes, I could imagine. What the fuck? Yeah, it was thirteen years from their last one. My God. So 2006 was 10,000 Days, which was a great album. That was the one where he sang about his mom dying. And then Fear Inoculum was what they just came out with last year. So 13, imagine Tool fans who we've liked them since the early 90s, like 91, 92. Like I think like, yeah, 91 or 92. And then now you're at 2019. But the last album they came out with was in 2006. And for those 13 years, you know that they're coming out with an album and you just sit there and you wait and you wait and you wait. And I think like 2018, maybe they announced that it was finally like the music's done, the lyrics are written, and now we're going into recording, like we're going into studio and then to still have to wait a year. And then they announced that they're touring and that, you know, however many more months than the album's dropping. So, like, when they drop an album, it's, at least for, like, the metal world or the rock world, it's, like, a, it fucking means something. It's, like, a huge, huge fucking deal. And it's very hard to get to their shows. Because, because they, they like sell out so quickly. And he barely tours. In either one of his bands. So, I've seen Tool once, and I've seen A Perfect Circle twice. If a perfect circle would have come again, I would see them in a heartbeat. And again, they only had like four albums. So we're thinking about only four albums and they're my favorite band ever, which is so weird. But that's how much they mean to me. But yeah, I was I saw them when I was like eight months pregnant with Maya. And I remember people were like, You're gonna have your baby here? Yeah, sure am. <laughs> and like if I did, like how iconic would that be? Honestly, I, I I'm hoping my water breaks tonight. <laughs> Like, I might break my water myself so I can get started at this concert. <laughs> Don't think I'm not going to be on the newspapers, like, eight-month-old woman who has baby at Tool concert. <clears throat> and then, the, yeah, the last one, Jared and I went to. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, and they, they sang my favorite song, and I got, like, really, like, <sighs> like, super emotional, like, don't talk, don't talk. So, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, music is life. That's why, like, Zach, like, I know he likes music, but 
he doesn't listen to it. And I know he doesn't like a lot of music today, which to be fair, I think, and I'm not saying like everybody's like this, but I think a lot of people get popularity that don't deserve it. Um, I don't listen to radio music just because I, when I drive to and from work, I'm listening to NPR. And if I'm at work, I listen to like my music playlist or like new music that comes out. But I, I don't think I ever, I can't, I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to radio music. I do when I'm, well, not now because I bought, I finally bought the cord to my Bose. So now I'm back to listening to my, I used to listen to it just to have something playing on the radio. But for me, I'm the same way. Like I'll go on to my music, I'll listen to a band, but then that band will be like, these are bands you might like. And then I kind of go into a black hole of music that way. Like, oh, this is music. I do like this band. And then that's, and that's how I like with Greaves, which everyone knows my love for Greaves, like I said in the beginning, is like with Beyonce. I, to the point where I was dating a guy who wouldn't go to the shows with me because he felt he would get jealous just based off of how I am. Because I was so, so in love with him. Like, I was unhealthy. I was so in love with him. And I remember my friend Kate at the time. <clears throat> I don't know if I told you when MySpace was big. Um, I would decorate. My whole MySpace was based off of him. So you know how you could have music on there? So my background was Greaves. I had like the five songs that were Greaves. It was my picture. And then like everything else Greaves. And I remember my friend Kate had messaged him and said, could you... I don't remember what her message said, but I'm paraphrasing that. She basically said, like, my my best friend is a really big fan of yours. If you could just, like, comment on her MySpace or, like, on a picture of hers, I'd really appreciate that. And I remember I woke up one morning to a comment on my MySpace from him that said, I love you. Did you kiss yourself? I was fucking floored. And I'm so mad to this day that I have no proof of it. Because don't think that I don't think that's worth something now. I was like shaking I was like and every time we'd go to see and mind you I think I saw him like 20 times if not more yeah I saw him every fucking time he came every time was he a a local Arizona artist no he's from Washington wow and to see him that many times that's a lot yeah I, I saw him and that's probably on like the lower scale I saw him every time he came I refused to miss a show like every even if he was like not featured like if he wasn't headlining which it was a lot of the times he was just there then i would go and see him and like my story is that he asked me to marry him and be his girlfriend one night oh i remember you telling me this and i was like and then i got to drink and hang out with him afterwards and after that it was like i felt like i peaked and then i think i went to a few shows after that and then i like fell off and i don't even remember why i think that was once i like moved out on my own with Maya and then like financially I couldn't afford which actually that is what it is so I like stopped and then that was it but I was grossly like if I would go and see him like I could have seen him like the month before and then I go and see him again and I'm like should I ask him to take a picture and like my friend Kay would be like yeah and my I like I'd start sweating and I'd be like no I can't I can't like I would get weird like just unnaturally weird and then I would take a picture with him and then he'd be like nice and he was like eventually he would like recognize me but obsessed and he was so hot and he was so funny like he is really good on stage like he always said like funny things he'd always talk to the crowd and but I was like nasty obsessed with him now I just look at him and I'm 
that's not sure i looked at him and i was like oh my god he's hot <laughs> and he's like a thin like gangly stringy white boy i'm gonna like, look him up real quick please do i need to look him up i wonder what he looks like now okay since we have like similar artists that we listen to if you could choose one cardi song what would the song be first of all greaves is so hot oh my god i love him it's like oh he is like a scrangly like if that's even a word he's just like a scrawny white boy but i love like like this picture right here are you fucking kidding me yeah, he has a good uh, side profile. And the thing is, like, so, and this is what everyone says, like, Kate said this thing, he looks better in person than he does in pictures, because I remember she used to think, like, oh, he looks like a goob. I took her to the first show, and she's like, he's really hot. And, of course, I got super mad. Like, I got, like, like jealous. I was like, well, first of all, I fucking told you, but... <laughs> keep that shit to yourself like i really was i'm telling you like when i tell you i had a problem with it just assume it was like like a real problem like a real like i'm telling you guys it was an issue there is a chance he should have been worried for his life but he wasn't so okay so cardi b yeah if you could choose a one song by cardi b let me go to this okay this is hard yeah you're a fucking idiot for asking me this one Okay, so I'm going to go to Invasion. Ugh. Oh, no. This is easy for me. Um, through your phone. Oh, okay. I know that song. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, maybe I do. Okay. It definitely through your phone and definitely I do. Okay. If I had to choose one, it would be... Um, it would be... Be careful because of the music video. It's a good song, though. I just really like that whole album. That's the problem. I this like. Um, I like yeah. what other song. I like. I like Motorsport. Ooh. Her verse in Motorsport. Well, her verse is money. And her looks in Motorsport, but then I also like "Be Careful" because of the looks in "Be Careful" when she wears that the hair piece that she like. It's like a straight ponytail, and then it has like that piece that's attached to the ponytail, and then it continues. I haven't seen the music video. I'll yeah, watch yeah. it when I get off. The looks are so good. So that's what is it? Be careful. Be careful, yeah. Okay, and then if you had to choose a Megan song, what is your number one Megan song? Uh, naturally. That the song naturally. Yeah, <clears throat> that's easy. That's where she talks about eat my pussy like a baby bottle. Like, my pussy like a baby bottle. Uh, I don't know. That's so hard to choose one song by her. Um, okay, there's two songs. Yeah, and see, the thing is, like, for me, there's... <clears throat> yes, Big Ol' Freak, or is that Cash It? Yeah, cash It. Cash It and Big Ol' Freak are... I. Mine, yeah, mine would be Naturally and Cash It. So good. So good. Oh, Savage? Captain Hook? Okay, Savage Remix and Captain Hook. The stuff that she says in Captain Hook is so good. Yes. But I would still, I I still really, and I say naturally because it's the first song that I instantly liked by hers. So it stands out above all. And I just like the lyrics. But 
Cash It for sure. As I'm listening to it. Captain Hook, yes. Because I remember you had me listen to it and I was like, I love her. This bitch. She's so good. Okay, um, who's another artist we both listen to? And then Nikki. And then so here's another thing with her. We no, Nicki Minaj. We used to like super love her. And now I just don't know anything about her anymore. Like she's gone. She's a feature artist. Well, she like fell off because she didn't fall off, but she like went away. She's fully pregnant, like completely, fully about to burst pregnant. Really? Yes. By who? I think it's like her longtime boyfriend. I don't know if it's her fiance now, but she, her stomach is huge. Like, I'm going to give birth any second. No. Who told me this? Maya told me this, but I saw the picture that she modeled on the couch being fucking pregnant. Yeah, she's huge. She's he- That's right, but she looked really cute. But yeah, I also she- hate that she played did feature songs with Takashi 69 That's a whole other thing. Yeah, I just I just can't. I just can't. Okay, so Nikki... Where it's hard to separate the artist from the music. Yeah. Because I feel like it's the same thing with, like, uh, Michael Jackson. Like, I can't listen to his music because of, like, the dirty shit that he did with kids. Oh, but then I... It's easy for me to do that, though, because who he was... I only like Michael when he was black. Once he came out with the music video where he was dating um, Elvis Presley's, like, whatever... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, half his nose was already, like, falling off, and he was, like, as white as your wall. Um, when he was black, I love him. When he became white, I don't like him. I don't like him. You guys, I just don't like him. I think he should have kept his soul and his... And really, what is the name of that song? What song? That ugly one that he sang with. I don't know anything about him. I don't listen to any of his music. I just know that he could moonwalk. I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you the name of any of his songs. Or I know one song, but from, like, the Jackson 5, but it's only because Beyonce sang it at one of her concerts. Lisa Marie Presley. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jackson. Well, like, Janet Jackson... That music video that Janet Jackson has is iconic where she's singing on like the stage and there's like a robotic puppy and like the stage is moving and she's singing. It came out in like the early 2000s. I couldn't tell you the name of the song. I couldn't. I know what you're talking about. And the song, (laughs) can I, can we just, it's You Are Not Alone. You are not alone. Oh yes. I've heard you play that song. And I don't like it. But look at how. (laughs) (laughs) He's so. But please, like, Google this one. Can you see it? Ew. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It creeps me out that he, like, bleached his skin and, like, got a different nose. Like, Like, I'm open to plastic surgery. I hope one day to be able to afford plastic surgery. But it's just, like, it's very strange to me. I can't, I can't like, uh, rationalize it in my head. No, he was, yeah, when he was black, like, Billie Jean, all that stuff, black and white, all that, like, that music, like, yes, I will forever like that stuff. But when he became white, I don't talk about that. <clears throat> okay, so back to Nikki. If you could choose one song. Yeah, so Nikki, 
I have to look up her stuff because. Okay, her Pink Print album. I feel like every song on her Pink Print album was very good, and her the lyrics that she said in those songs, I feel were very good. Like she talked about like her cousin being murdered. She talked about like loving and not receiving love back or like being in like a tumultuous relationship. But then also like her verse on motorsport and her look on motorsport. Oh, her look on motorsport. Four length pink braid. Oh, I thought, wait, who had silver? Cardi? No, it was Nikki. Her, I think she's wearing like a, a complete like latex bodysuit and she has like silver, um, like uh, breast cups and like silver, like panties, I think. Okay. It has like floor length pink braids. And I watched like this thing where they broke down her verse and she like her, her flow. She changes the, she changes the rhythm of her flow five or six times in her verse. In motorsport. Yeah. Which is like something that a lot of people don't do. Like they'll keep like the same tone or the same uh, rhythm to their verse one or two notes, but she did it. I think she changed up her flow five or six different times in the one verse that she had. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So good. Is she coming after? I think she comes like I think I I think one of the other guys and then Nikki. Okay, we have to hear this. Hold on. Sorry, guys. This is one. Yeah. Number two. Number I never noticed that. That was so fucking good. One, maybe two, from what I read at least, and she did it five different times. Wow, I never noticed that. That's what probably makes it such an amazing epic part. And I, I feel like people don't listen to like what she actually says, but what she says is so good. So good. I'll have to listen again. Okay, so Nikki for me. <clears throat> this one's how come I don't have her in here? Well, while you look for Nikki, if you can think off the top of your head, your number one Fleetwood Mac song. Oh, that's easy. Um, uh, chains. I can't think of one. It's too hard. Um, the problem with Fleetwood Mac is they're too good of a band to have just one. But um, okay, maybe maybe top three, top three. 
Well, the chain for sure. Um, Little Lies. 100% Little Lies. That's a great song. <sighs> okay, I know my three. I don't, I don't know my third Okay, one. maybe four. I know four. Okay, so, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to say Rhiannon. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, Dreams. Dreams. So mine's The Chain, Dreams, and Lil Eyes. Okay, mine are four. Rhiannon, <laughs> Sarah, Dreams, <laughs> and Seven Wonders. Seven Wonders is good, too. They're just um, so good. Okay. Okay. Um, I would honestly, my favorite song by Nikki is Grand Piano. That's a good song, and the video is really good. I would, yeah, like that. It's not like her other songs, obviously, but like it's so, oh, so far away from like what she normally says or like what she normally talks about. And like stripped down, and like she's singing and rap and not rapping. Yeah, I'd have to say Grand Piano. Pills and Potions, I love. Pills and Potions is really good. Is that the one that you were saying that that's like her... Oh, it is. Where her cousin dies? No, she. I think it's called like All Things Go where she talks about her cousin dying. No, but that's the album you're saying where it's yes, like yes. her title and like her life. Okay, and the last one. I'm just doing songs that of artists we both listen to. Oh my God, about- remember Bees in the Trap? Be- okay, talk about... Starships? Oh my God. Talk about Bees in the Trap like... I feel like that song like describes like that summer that that song came out or that year that that song came out. <laughs> that like song a, was everywhere. That was like, a very iconic song. And I feel like that's the song that like, um, I feel like that was a big turning point and like people who maybe didn't like respect her, like respected her. Cause like, I feel like people like will like overlook her cause she's a female rapper, but I feel like that is a song where people like actually took notice of her. Yeah. Like that's safe. That's safe. Um, okay what about adele last one oh. <clears throat> e this is hard i already know what my number one adele song is okay i have two songs one and only and um make you feel my love make you feel my love um <clears throat> Like, if anyone is, like, a singer like Adele that they sing about, like, um, I don't know if the word is heavy or, like, emotional stuff. Whatever is, like, the saddest song I'm all about. She's just so good. If you ever, like, want to be in your feels for a second. I think Love in the Dark is one for me. Oh, really good. Um... there isn't one bad Adele song yeah but that's I mean that's like it I don't think there's really there's very few any of the songs of the bands the artists that we like you know but for sure that one um (laughs) what's the one Not sweetest devotion. That's actually probably my least favorite. That's funny. I think that's my least favorite uh, Adele song. 
Is it? Yeah. <clears throat> I think oh, um, I Miss You is overplayed, so I can't really listen to that one anymore. What well, like- song that is the Cure song that she uh, did over? Did over that she sang? Huh? She re uh, she covered a song that's by the Cure. Um, Ooh, I think I'm gonna listen to her when we hang up. Yeah, I think I need to listen to her too while I make food. I'm making vegan macaroni and cheese for dinner, by the way. Ooh, I haven't had that in a long time. We Trader Joe's has really good vegan food. Oh, just like, just like shredded, sliced, or shredded, sliced, break. Yeah, I have to listen to her album now while I cook. I have to. A million years ago. A million years ago is such a good song. So I'd say Love in the Dark and Million Years Ago. I really love what she does to her voice. <laughs> when she goes like, how it is. She goes super low. <laughs> so those would be it. But I mean, I think Hello is like, it's like good, but it's like that... so overplayed when it first came out that it's like it loses its meaning to me in the same way that single ladies lost its meaning to me. Yeah, you know, like, I, I haven't listened. Songs. It's just like so overplayed that it like you hear it and you immediately want to change it, spe- even though it's a good song. It's just like so overplayed. And that's the sad part about it is like when that song came out, it was like everything good for what it meant. Like you could feel, feel, feel the shit out of that song. But now, to your point, when it comes on, I'm like, me. And with Adele, whenever I hear her songs, I immediately go back to when I first heard those songs. So, like, when I hear the 19 album, I think of when Danielle and Corey lived in downtown Phoenix in their apartment. When I hear the 25 album, I think of when um, Francisco and I were first dating and I was working at Chandler. When I hear the 21 album, I think of... um, or no, the the twenty one album is when I think of when Danielle and Corey lived downtown, and when I think of the nineteen album, I think of when Danielle and Corey lived, like, in Olive and like ninety first Ave in Phoenix, like on that side of town. Right. Like, I, I just with Adele, especially, I can like pinpoint what was happening in my life when those albums came out. Wow. And I don't know why. <laughs> I said that, but like, it holds no meaning because I couldn't tell you why. I can go, I can pinpoint. I, I was going to say, I, I thought maybe there was some reasons because you were very specific. Like, I couldn't tell you anything about 1921 or 25. I think it's because... Although well, Maya, if I were to tell Maya 21, there's she could tell you where things about her life when 21 came out. Oh my God, remember when 25 came out and you and Maya thought that she said something in a song that she didn't say and you guys both died because it said something. butterflies? I don't remember what it was. I know what you're talking about and... But you and her both thought she said the same thing. But when you looked up the lyrics, it did not say anything close to what you guys thought it said. And it was the funniest thing. It's the butterflies. I don't think she says butterflies. Oh. A love song was The Cure. Oh, that's a good song, too. Although, honestly, when The Cure sings it... Really good. good. Or not good. No, it is good. I don't like... Whenever. Oh, you know who else did that cover? 
Ethan 311 did this, didn't they? You mean the band who can damber? Yeah, you were there when we were talking, when I told... When we were dragging Zach? <laughs> because okay, he dated cool. Amber. And cool. then he was like, I had that ringtone for my song when we were dating. I was like, you're fucking stupid. This is how corny Zach was in high school. I'm ready he, for this. He had a girlfriend named Amber. And Zach, <laughs> Zach had the old school Nokia phone that had Snake on it that was like all the rage when it first came out. And he had a girlfriend named Amber at the time and her ringtone on his gross brick Nokia phone was 311's Amber. That's for all. And that was seriously true. And I only know that because he told me he did. And he said it like as if he wouldn't. He said it like without any embarrassing undertones, just like very matter of fact. You should fully be embarrassed by this. (laughs) Everything about that truth is so wrong. Like, keep that shit to yourself. You should not have shared this because I'm not. How can you say that you were a football player dating a cheerleader named Amber and then you had the Amber song by 311 as your ringtone? So gross. Okay. Although, I have, I always have a big crush on Zach in high school when I see his pictures. Oh, Zach was such a douche in high school. Yeah, but I was all about douchebags. Just looking at his picture, you knew he was a douchebag. He looked like a total doucher. Like the biggest Two, two small hoop earrings. <laughs> like, buzzed hair. Like, his football picture is, like, my most favorite. Like, every time I see it, I'm like, I would seriously tap that ass. <laughs> <laughs> but then I look at him now and I'm like, no, no, no. What I'm saying is like that, Zach. I would, I would tap that ass. Not, not 2020, Zach. Uh, what year did he graduate high school? Well, 2004, Zach. I was like, that, Zach? And I tell him all the time, like, we just wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been friends. Like, I was friends with everyone in high school. And I'm sure we would have been friends, but it wouldn't have been anything more than that. Like, I was friends with, like, the senior, the football players, like, the quarterback, like, seniors and all that kind of stuff. I remember during high school. And I didn't have friends in high school. And I only remember that because they would play the Slipknot song um, when they were going on the field. And I thought it was the coolest shit ever. And I had journalism with the quarterback, and I was talking to him about it. And then we became friends through Slipknot. Again, Slipknot, bringing everyone together, one metal song at a time. Well, I guess we should close it up. It's almost been two hours. Wow. Wow. But we, I'm not surprised that it was this long because I feel like both of our days are so, sorry, I'm peeing. Both of our days are so consumed with music that I'm not surprised that it took this long. Yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like we could even talk longer, honestly. We could, because I didn't even talk about like scores, like my musical, my instrumental life, which I find like, um, and I can never say his last name, but Ludovico is an Italian pianist. And all of his stuff is obviously just piano and musical. And I love his stuff forever and ever. And his album or his music I learned from that movie, um, Untouchables or Untouchables. It's the same oh, movie that Kevin Hart. Untouchables. Yeah. So that the French, the French movie is really good. I never saw the Kevin Hart version, but I saw the French version. Yeah. The French version is perfect the other one was fine it just I I guess I'm kind of mad that they redid it because the other one was so good as is but Ludovico he his music is in that movie so that's where I learned from him so like I'm obsessed with that stuff movie scores forever Transformers The King 
The Dark Knight. Have you listened to Interstellar Score? Uh, uh, yes, I have. I love Interstellar Score. I had that downloaded on my um, music app for a while. Scores all around. They are so good. Lord of the Rings. Right now, George is doing some weird angles. I, I'm trying to not let you see me pull up my bathroom. <laughs> going to the bathroom, but it's not working. <laughs> I had to, those white claws. Oh my God. Oh my God. He just peed on the, on the laptop. Those white claws literally ran right through me. Oh my God. You're saying white claws. And I caught, I think, I thought you were saying white cloths. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, it's my weird. list. It's my list that I don't have. But yeah, I mean, music is endless. Like I said, I listen, but everything I listen to, like I like um, CCR. I like Steppenwolf. I like the Steve Miller band. I like Leonard Skinner. I like Kansas. I like, you know, all old bands. Journey. I love all that stuff. Uh, Jefferson Airplane. I made a list of some from some artists that I like that. I don't know who went over. Just because you did it too. Uh, SZA, Daniel Caesar, 1975. Obviously Beyonce. Troy Sivan. Uh, her Chloe and Hallie are signed under Beyonce. Yeah. So good, so good. good. Uh, Sabrina Claudio, Journey, because of my dad. Fleetwood Mac, because of you and my dad. Um, uh, Miguel, he's like an R and B artist. Love um, Amy Winehouse, duh. Um, Florence and the Machine, Incubus. Oh, yeah. Rihanna, duh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like her because she's good, but she has so many hits that I get sick of them easy. But everything she's made, she's everything is like a hit. Every fucking song she made, I feel, is a hit. Like, I understand that she's, like, so um, successful through, like, her, her Savage Fenty and her, uh, her Fenty Beauty. But it's like, we're waiting for your ninth album, sis. Like, where is it? <laughs> for, like, the past, like, two or three years, she's been like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. But it's like, where is it? Like, Oh, waiting. Atmosphere? Atmosphere is a big one for me. I don't Atmosphere know. Should be a big one for everyone. Uh, Metallica, Boston, Yeah, Sayer, Yeah, oh, 90s alternative. I mean, what? come the fuck on, huh? Have you heard of Yeah, Sayer, Yes, Sayer? Yeah, I have one of. Yeah, I like a couple songs by them. I don't even know why I thought of that. Oh, I'm still not taping it right. Yeah, I have a couple songs. I don't know how. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I just like music all around. Maybe in like a couple episodes or like in the future we could do another music episode cuz like we said we could I feel like we could talk longer. Yeah. Easily. A Josh Grobe. No, I'm just kidding. I just <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. Uh oh, Kid Cudi was a big one. Oh, you, I remember your Kid Cudi phase. You were Kid upset. Kid is a big phase of mine. And I don't like any of his new stuff. Like, at all. But 90s alternative was a huge thing. Like, I go through moments where I want to go back to <clears throat> just everything 90s. That reminds me of, like, great times, actually, in my life. Because that was, like, middle school for me. <clears throat> Before I was, like, high school and not goth, but dark. <laughs> whatever the fuck and then travis scott and black okay so i've heard people say six lakh but i've also heard people say black 
I don't I just what, say black. I'm not trying what to be. I, I say black. I have no six, clue. Six lakh. I mean, is there a way to Google? I have what no clue. Does like that's like I guess to me that's like saying like tech nine. He adds nines in there, but you're not doing like tech nine i n a nine like that's tech nine. It's just tech nine. So yeah. I guess that's why I just assume black is black because really six lakh. I have no, like I said, I've heard both, so I don't know which is true. I don't know anything. Oh, here we go. He has a song with Janae Aiko. I think that's really good. It says Atlanta, Georgia, Ricardo Valdez Valentin Jr., known professionally as Black, stylized as six lakh, pronounced black. So it's pronounced black. Is an American rapper, singer, songwriter. He has a song with Janae Aiko called First Fuck. That's a good song. I have that one. <clears throat> But I really, like, I'd say, yeah, like, him, I went through a big... I think his, my phase with him was equivalent to, like, Kid Cudi. And then the only reason why I started listening to Travis Scott is because I watched that documentary on him. And I had, like, this new, like... I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, like, appreciation for him. Like, the amount of, like, love that he has for his music and his art and the meaning. And he's very, like, tied to, like his past like his whole new cover album from astral world is from a time of like a uh, inner what do you call that like a like six flags world what is that amusement park or something Mm -hmm. that no longer existed or is going to get torn down or something like that um so it's like everything has meaning and like he like genuinely loves his daughter and he genuinely loves whatever kardashian he was dating like kendall kylie kylie um and like his love for his mom like he's just like genuinely a good guy and when you see like his shows like these fans are fucking die hard his fans are his shows are as crazy as heavy metal shows and like he's very a part of all of it from like every part like he's just passionate like if somebody doesn't get something right he's like very heated about it like you need to get this done like this is how i want it to be this is how it has to look like he's just very into it so for me it's like oh wow he's like an artist mm-hmm. like he's very like even when he like didn't win like one of the albums for the year like really hit him hard but then you know like so that's why i started listening and then i was like oh my god i love him <laughs> and i really do i like him a lot like i really like him a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. but for the record guys it's not six lakh it's black according to google <clears throat> google pronounced black stylized six lakh but yeah we'll have to come back to this i don't know what we talk about but <clears throat> So, like, we just, like, love music. It's just, like, music is my life. Yeah, like, it just really speaks to me on levels that I can't even begin. <laughs> I farted, like, four times, by the way, if they were quiet. Did you edit out our farts from the last episode? Absolutely not. Cool. I don't know why I missed them when I was hearing it. I think I was so zoned in on trying to find a title that I was just, like, because I have the ability to, like, take out sounds. Like Zach said today, there's two guys walking behind us. The guy kept saying, I agree, I agree. And I never heard it. He's like, that, you didn't hear that at all? And I was like, no, I heard. And we, Zach and I weren't talking. There's no. You guys are to doing it with Maya, Hunter, and Zach that it's just like second. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like my mind knows when I don't want to hear stuff. But he said that he was saying, like, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I was like, wow, I'm glad I didn't fucking hear that. <clears throat> so I think like our farts are so so many <laughs> i just didn't hear them but um 
there's just no swift way to close out of this. So thank you so much, everybody, for <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> um, no, but really, um, thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed this edition on music. I know everybody else has some sort of band that they probably like or artists that they like. Um, just some tidbits like heavy metal is more than what it is and like don't come to Gerard about your dislike for Beyonce because it goes on deaf because ear. I will write you an op-ed on why you should like her. <laughs> and it's just gonna like it's just an endless circle for you guys like you're going nowhere you're best off just to love her. <clears throat> or just don't tell me you don't like her. Yeah, you're off. It. Or if you're gonna say something like, like I did I don't but I do. <laughs> here's some things that I don't, but here's some things I absolutely do love about her. So you end on a positive note, you know, like you didn't pull these tables really well, but the color coordination was beautiful. So the person leaves thinking that you complimented when really you didn't, you sugarcoat that trash. Hello. <clears throat> but yeah, so thank you for listening to our episode. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at bicoastalpod. That's one word, lowercase. You can follow my food account, which is touch of vegan um and that's touch dot of dot vegan as is and then gerard you can follow me on instagram at jdl at jae dot dee dot ell and as always don't forget to rate comment subscribe share tell your aunt tell your uncle tell your cousin tell your grandma and, and maybe tell us now I know we talked about like don't I think people took if they are listening they really took our don't talk to us seriously but now I don't know if anyone's listening to us <laughs> yeah, like just tell everyone comment subscribe rate us that will help immensely and then next episode we're thinking of, um we want to have a guest yeah so, so look, look forward next week to possibly having a guest it's been a while so I think it's time Oh, and just let you guys know, and I'm sh I'm sure, I don't know if we mentioned it. Did we talk about how we're not releasing on Mondays anymore? We're releasing on Wednesdays. Yeah, I'm back at work. I'm no longer in quarantine, so it's hard to, like, turn them around so quickly. So our days are now to Wednesdays instead of Mondays, just to give me a little more time so we're not so rushed. And, yeah, I start school. I start kindergarten and eighth grade on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> so our days are going to be really packed. Um, so, like I said, we still want to definitely record these. But we're going to have to, I don't know, we might have to just see how it starts looking once school starts for me and with you working days and sometimes closing, mm -hmm. how that's going to look. So either way, next episode, be on the lookout, hoping for a guest and maybe this time a serious topic. I feel yeah. like it's <clears throat> Other than that, thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye.